Hallelujah. Welcome, everybody. We got a lot going on here this morning. I think I got a frog in my throat. Good morning and welcome to Kingdom Keys Apostolic Hub podcast. So not only are we live on Facebook, but this is a live podcast. Unless, of course, you're listening to the playback and then it's a recorded podcast. Um, I want to start out with a word of prayer. And then I'm going to give them um, a phone number that you can contact us um, and ask questions if you have them. Um, You can ask some questions if you have them while we're on the air. If we get your questions while we're on the air, we will answer them. And um, so that's a little different. We're getting used to this format. So forgive me for a little delay and trying to um, work it out. You know, it's uh, technology. And and so we're getting used to a new thing. Let's go to the throne. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you, O God, for moving mightily by your spirit. O God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you, Lord, for giving us the assignment to take your word to the nations. Father, we thank you. We thank you for trusting, for trusting us, for desiring to abide and live in us, to move through us. And so, Father, we pray that those that will tune in, those that will listen in today, that they would be blessed tremendously, oh God, that you, oh God, would have your way. Move mightily, oh God, by your spirit in the name of Jesus. Rest upon us, oh God. Rest upon us in this short time, oh God, we're just asking to impact lives, oh God, that somebody would listen and hear and their life would be transformed, that they would get a message that would cause the light bulb to go off, that would cause them to get the revelation of where you want to take them, the next step, the next phase, the next move that they need to make so that they can access the place in your kingdom that you have predestined for them. Father, be glorified today in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah and amen. So again, welcome to Kingdom Keys Apostolic Hub podcast. And the podcast will, uh, from this day forward, be called The Word, Straight Up No Chaser. The Word, Straight Up No Chaser. Now, if you didn't come from where we came from out of the world, you might not know what straight up no chaser is referring to. But we're talking about back in the day when people would drink that hard liquor and they would take a shot, but they wouldn't follow it with nothing. Just let that strong alcohol get in their system and go where it need to go and cause their face to burn and their head to burn. And, and it was like fire shut up in your bones. Well, that's what this podcast is about. It's about the word straight up, no chaser. That means that you're getting it straight up, 
nothing to water it down, nothing to make it palatable, but straight up so that the word can do what the word does, that it can go in, it can go in and find your issues. It can go in and deal with your issues. It can be go in and be that fire shut up in your bones that causes you to begin to come into line with the word and the will of God concerning your life. And so there are some things that must be dealt with. And we did a man of, uh, um, morning manna session a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago, where we talked about resentments. We talked about the resentment wall, and we talked about um, trade and beauty for ashes. And, and, and um, it was a two-segment part, and it's saved. And so if you want to go back and look at that, you can. But today, we just want to talk. Uh, we ain't going to be on here with you real long. We got another appointment that we got to... Uh, catch up uh catch up to and so we won't be on here too long but i just i just want to talk about the room the room i want to talk about that room that we find ourselves in from time to time if we are not careful so i want to jump to a scripture i'm gonna um read this scripture to you and uh and then we're gonna move on from there So the scripture is Matthew 18, 23 through 35. Very familiar passage of scripture. It says, therefore, the kingdom of heaven may be compared to a king who wished to settle accounts with his servants. When he began to settle, one was brought to him who owed him 10,000 talents. And since he could not pay, his master ordered him to be sold with his wife and children and all that he had and payment to be made. So the servant fell on his knees, imploring him, have patience with me and I will pay you everything. And out of pity for him, the master of that servant released him and forgave him the debt. But when that same servant went out and found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred denarii, and seizing him, he began choking him, pay what you owe, he said. So his fellow servant fell down and pleaded with him, have patience with me and I will pay you. He refused and went and put him in prison until he should pay the debt. When his fellow servants saw what had taken place, they were greatly distressed and they went and reported to their master all that had taken place. Then his master summoned him and said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. I forgave you all that debt because you pleaded with me. And should not you have had mercy on your fellow servant as I had mercy on you? And in anger, his master delivered him to the tormentors until he should pay all his debt. So also my heavenly father will do to every one of you if you do not forgive your brother from the heart. And so here we see, I want, I want to pay close attention to where it says, and so 
in anger, his master delivered him to the tormentors. Another translation says he threw him into the dungeon. He threw him into the dungeon with the tormentors. There's a place, there's a place uh, where we end up when we harbor unforgiveness and bitterness. There's a room that we end up in when we harbor unforgiveness and bitterness. I want to welcome Elder Michelle, uh, Elder Michelle Spencer to um, our podcast. Thank you, Elder Michelle, for joining me on uh, this venture, uh, knowing that I uh, don't know all of what I'm doing right now. I'm learning. And so you traveling along with the learning process with me. Thank you. Thank you. Um, talking about being, being thrown into the dungeon, uh, to be tormented by the tormentors. I think about a situation that I encountered where I was offended. See, offense causes a, 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 offense causes a falling away. Offense causes us to end up somewhere that we don't want to be. Offense leads to the room of offense. Resentment leads to the room of resentment. And and, and so I think about how uh, Satan is one who is always trying to mimic God, right? He's always trying to duplicate, though he's not a creator. He's always trying to have, he's got a counterfeit for the things that God have that are authentic. So the Bible says in my father's house, there are many mansions. And so I think that we need to pay attention to the many rooms in Satan's house. In the kingdom of darkness, there are many rooms. And so listen, so I found myself offended. And you know, when you get offended, it you can be going about having a good day. Right? You're going about having a good day. Everything going just fine. Yeah. Everything is going just fine. And then you get offended. And all of a sudden, it's like it's like Star Trek. You just got beamed up, Scotty. You now, you shifted. You shifted from this place where you were in a good place, you know, to this place of offense, but you don't realize what has happened and you feeling something going on in your gut and your, you, you know, your mind ain't right. You can't focus on the things you need to focus on. Um, and so, and so as a result of it, you find yourself going through these changes. You, you, you find yourself feeling some kind of way you, 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 you find yourself in another place, in a room, in a room. We, we, we got to talk about how to get out of this room. How, how do we get out of this room? How do we get out of this, this place? Sometimes, you know, we say, I feel like I'm in a funk or I feel like I'm in a fog or I let them take me out my space, you know? Yeah. Take me out, you know, uh, and, and truly that has happened where we actually shifted into another place. And so once you shift into that other place, now you're in a fog and you can't hear what the spirit of the Lord is saying to you about the things that he wants to talk about concerning your future, concerning your, your, your health concern. You know, you in this room and in this room, all you can think about is what they did to me. And Come on, uh, Elder. Talk, talk, 
about the room. All you can think about is what they've done, and you feel like you know you justify. I can I can feel like this because this is what they've done, but we can't feel like that because the Bible tells us that we are to love our enemies, pray for those that despitefully use you, and it's hard. It's real hard. That's the word, straight up, no chaser. Look, real hard, it's hard. When we do the word, it's hard. It don't feel good. It burns going down. It, 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 It cuts going down. It's not easy, but it is kingdom. When we operate out of the unadulterated, uncut word, straight up, no chaser, we receive kingdom glory, kingdom manifestation on our lives. Now, I want to I want to go back to being in that room and trying to find a way out. If you think about being in a room that's locked. If you think about being in a room that's locked, right? So you sitting in this room, you tried the door, it won't open. You can't get out this this mindset. You can't get out this place. You can't get out of what's going on in your head. Uh, uh, you stuck on, you obsessed with this condition, with this situation, with what they say. You've been offended and you've been rejected. And now, now you in this room and in, in, in this place, there's a, a door that will open and it's the door that takes you deeper into the, the offense where you go deeper into resentment. And then there's another door behind that door and you open it and it takes you into the room of offense. And then you open another door. And so you're going deeper in and deeper in, but the door you want to get out is over there. So now you standing there and you looking and you see all these keys. It's a bunch of keys hanging on the door. And you in this room and you, you thinking, you know what, they was wrong. And you go to over to the keys and you pick up the key that says, yeah, they was wrong. And I got a right to have an attitude. I got a right to be mad. I got a right to feel indignant. They violated me or they disrespected me. Don't they know who I am? And so so you pick up that key that, that says, I got a right to feel this way. And you put it in the keyhole and you turn it. And what happens, Elder? Nothing. You can't. It don't work. It don't work. Wrong key. Counterfeit. Counterfeit key. So you in this room, you've been thrown into this place. You've been thrown into this dark place. So now you sit there and you brood for a while. You, you, you realize, you know, cause when you got, when you got offended, you shifted to this room and you ended up there and it's like, I've been beamed up. Where am I? Oh my God. Where's this? What? But this room feels familiar. Like I've been here before. I've been here before. Now, if you stay in the room of resentment long enough, you start hoarding. You can't get out, but other people come through them back doors and bring you some more resentments. Bring you some more rejection. Bring you some more abandonment. And you begin to take this abandonment from them. You begin to take this garbage that they bring to the door. And though you can't get out, you receive this garbage and put it in. Now you collecting all this garbage. You become a hoarder. You're hoarding all this garbage that people keep offering you through offense and through rejection and through through uh, uh, um, uh, abandonment and 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 insults, insults, and you, you're gathering this garbage. And after a while, 
after a while, your, your, this place where you live, your whole, everything about you, your, your, your spirit begins to smell bad. Your attitude stank because you've taken in all this garbage. Have you ever walked into somebody's house and said, oh my God, what's that smell? And they say, what smell? Because <laughs> ah, they don't know that their attitude stank. Because they've been in that room for so long that the smell becomes normal to them. I want to give out the number real quick. 248-733-5619. You can actually call us because we're on a podcast. And so you can actually call us. And if you have some questions regarding what we're talking about, we're, we're open, we're here, we'll be here for probably another five or 10 minutes. And, um, and so if you, if you want to give us a call, you're certainly welcome to. That's 248-733-5619. So now listen, listen, you in the room. What's another key you try to use to get out, Elder Michelle? You know, sometimes you try to use the key where you say, um, you know what, I'm all right with this. I'm all right. It's cool. It's cool. I can handle this. It's, you know, I'm a big girl. Yeah. I can handle this. I've been here before. I've done, I've seen this happen before. I'm, I'm cool with it. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been rejected by the best. I ain't worried about this. I ain't worried about this. It's cool. <laughs> Whole attitude. Yeah, you gotta, you get that key and you realize I ain't cool for real. Because now you got this mask on pretending that it's okay. But then you, you walking around like that and you ain't okay. And you, you think Yeah, you think you you think you okay though, and you think you out the room. And what you don't know is you still in there. Still in the room. You still in the room. Because you have on a facade. Yeah. You're pretending as if it's okay. And it really ain't. Yeah. But you try that key. And it and it don't work. What's another but key? The master you try key to is still sitting out. up there on the wall. You haven't gotten to that one. Exactly. The master key is still sitting up there on the wall. And you you, you don't know which key is the master because the, the counterfeit keys look like the master key. And so 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 but but there's a key to the kingdom. There's a key to the kingdom of God. And so you in this room and with all this attitude, uh um, and you can't get out of the resentment room with attitude. You can't get out with an attitude. And and so you now you've built this room or you've built yourself into this room so much so that you feel you think that you normal and that you're interacting with a part of the rest of the world. You think that all is well, but all is not well. All is not well. All is not well. So you brood a little longer and then you reach a point where you because guess what? The, the Holy Spirit's in the room with you. The Holy Spirit's in the room with you. 
and he talking to you and he trying to bring you to the end of yourself, but you got this pet peeve that says, no, nah, see, mm -mm, I don't take that. That's, that's the one thing I can't handle is when uh, I'm offended and disrespected. And so you, so now the Holy Spirit's in the room with you, dealing with you, dealing with you about this offense that you've allowed to shift you, beam you up, beam you up to another place where you can't even function. You all twisted. You, the, the, the young folks say, I'm all twisted. You got me all twisted. No, you chose to be twisted and you can choose to be untwisted by the power of the Holy Spirit, but it's going to take obedience. And when we talk about the word straight up, no chaser, we're talking about dealing with yourself according to the word we're talking about allowing the word to be that quick and powerful two-edged sword able to divide asunder your soul from your spirit so that your soulish realm and your spirit are no longer enmeshed. But the word comes in and divides it so that your spirit can operate without the influence of your soul trying to keep it caught up in bondage to resentment because you got a right to be mad. So finally, you at this place where you're getting sick and tired of being in this room. So you go back over to the keys and you've surrendered to the Holy Spirit. And you say, I'm tired, Lord. I'm so tired of being in here. I'm so tired of the tormentors tormenting me in this room. I'm so tired of the depression that I feel sitting on me because I'm resentful. I'm so tired of, of the headaches the what'd you say, Elder? I say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, the the tormentors because when you refuse to forgive, how can I refuse to forgive after all that I've been forgiven? After being forgiven for being caught up in all manner of, of evil and and uh sexual sin and 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 drugs and alcohol and just just you know what? Just being caught up in um, some of the things we get caught up in as Christians and God forgives us. You know, being backbiters and being backstabbers and, and, and uh, uh, just, you know, gossipers. Some of the things as believers that we've been forgiven for. And then I got the audacity. I'm not going to forgive somebody because they offended me and they disrespected me. Who am I? God has been disrespected by all of us. And yet he forgives. So the kingdom of heaven is likened unto the king who forgave his servant much, but his servant, when he wouldn't forgive even a, a, a fraction of what he had been forgiven, was thrown in the dungeon to be tormented by the tormentor. So... Hmm. How do I get out this room? So now I'm, I'm tired. I'm tired of these tormentors. I'm tired of physical illness that has attacked my body because of unforgiveness. So I go back over and I pull another key, but this time I'm directed by the Holy Spirit as to which key I need to pull. Which key do I need to pull? I want you to find that scripture that tells us which key we need to pull. Now, you you, re, you uh, recited that scripture when we first opened up. 
I want you to, to read that scripture that tells us what we need to do to get out this room. It don't feel good. It don't taste good going down. It, <clears throat> sometimes when we do the will of the Father, we it makes us feel like we are, uh, you know, feel, you know how we say, I ain't no punk. It make you feel like you cowing down, you know. Matthew 5 and 44. Come on, read that for us, Elder Michelle. I'm going to add up the King James Version. Okay, while she's getting that, I, 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 want to, I want to say this. Don't let the enemy fool you into thinking that you're in a good place with God, but you harboring bitterness in your heart. Because what he knows is that you're really in the room of resentment. You're really in the room of offense. You're really in a place where you're hindered, you're hindered by your bitterness and you will not be able to actualize what God has prepared for you. He knows the plans he has for you and they are good and not evil to bring you to an expected end. He knows that, but can you actualize it? Can and you step into it when you're harboring bitterness and unforgiveness. Come on, you got it, Michelle? I do. I'm going to ask you to the 43rd verse. Okay. Ye have heard that it has been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. That ye may be the children of your Father, which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good. And he sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. For if ye love them which love you, what reward have ye? Do, you not, do not even the Republicans do the same? So he's saying, pray for those who hurt you and despitefully use you. People of God. When we go over there and we finally get to a place where it's okay, okay, I'm a, I hear you, Holy Spirit. I'm a, I'm gonna use this key, and we we look at that key and it says it's the key of pray for those who hurt you and despitefully use you. You putting the key in the door is the equivalent of doing what it says do right then and right there, not after you get out, because you can't get out until you do it. And so what we see that has taken place is that when we harbored, when we took in the offense, when we took in the resentment, the unforgiveness, the bitterness, we were uh, shifted or transformed or translated into a dark place. We were beamed into a room where we can only escape by obeying God. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 2 and 26 that we must come to our senses and escape the snare of the devil who has taken us captive at his will. He, the, that tells me something. The devil has a will. His will is that he can still kill and destroy us to keep us from becoming who God has predestined us to be. And so he takes us captive, but we cannot, we cannot be taken captive unless we are like cities without walls, unless we are uh, uh, people who don't have rule over our own spirit and are like cities without walls because then the enemy is crouching at the door. 
He's crouching. He's waiting for a way in. And so the Bible says sin crouches at the door, but he and it desires to have you. Sin has a desire. Satan has a will that's deep because we need to recognize the activity of the enemy. He's sitting waiting on a way in. So immediately when we become offended, he has a way in and he and he's a, he's allowed to bring that darkness with him and you find yourself in this room in this dark room and the only light that you have in there with you is uh the Holy Spirit that shines light on the key to getting out when you become willing to obey from the heart. And so I go over and the Holy Spirit guides me and I find the key that says uh, um, pray for those who hurt you and despitefully use you. And I began to pray, God, forgive them. Oh, God, help them. And I ain't feeling this thing in my heart, though. I ain't feeling it in my heart. I'm just, I'm just willing. So I, I'm, I, it might sound more like, okay, God, help them, forgive them. Uh, uh, and, and it's not from the heart. So as I continue, cause you, that don't beam you right out the room. As I continue to pray for them, as I continue to pray for them, as I continue to seek God concerning this matter, God begins to give me a heart to feel what he feels. He begins to give you eyes to see what he sees, ears to hear yeah, what he hears yeah. concerning this person. And you begin to have a heartfelt compassion concerning them. You begin to feel more than anger and resentment. That begins to dissipate. And you begin to actually, but it takes consistency. It takes a continual praying. And, and, and so using that key turns the lock. It turns the lock and you get out the room. Now, Elder, I want you to talk about the room, you being in the room and, and, and getting out. Have you ever found that there was uh, times when you found yourself going back to the room or almost going back to the room? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get out the room and as soon as you get out the room and you say, oh, thank you, God, I'm out of this room. You'll get a phone call and say, girl, you know what? I just, you know what? You, you They'll call you and somebody will try to drag you right back in that room and you got to say, oh. With, an, with, with what? What is it that they come with? Uh, um, that they'll would... come right back with one of your pet peeves or with something that you know They'll come back with something that will offend you. They will try to offend you. There you go. With an offense. So we, yes, with an offense. But we know we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against principalities, powers, and spiritual wickedness in high places. So since we know that. At that point, what you do is say, no, I'm not going back there. Father, I pray right now that you touch them and then strengthen my heart. Help me. That I don't go, as I'm not going back in there. I've been in there too long. I, sometimes you go in places and you stay longer than you want to be. Yeah. And you be like, I'm not going back in that room. And you should have, and at this point, God will give you a person that you can call and say, guess what? <laughs> they just try to take me back in this room. I'm going to need you. I'm going to listen. 
and God will yeah. give you somebody to call. Pray for me. It's you. like, look, I yeah. need prayer right here. Pray for me because I don't want another resentment. It's too hard yeah. to get rid of. I don't want to carry no more stuff. I yeah, yeah, okay. So maybe I I was maybe I was right. Maybe they was wrong. But God said something to me. He said, "Do you want to be right or do you want to walk in kingdom authority? Do you want to be right or do you want to walk in kingdom rule, reign and authority?" Now, I know that there are times when there's something that happens, I get offended and I was wrong. But that ain't what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is when you end up in the room because you have truly been hurt and offended by somebody that the devil used to offend you and to hurt you because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So we yeah. recognize it's a spirit behind it. But sometimes we don't expect that from our brothers and sisters and Christ because we got unrealistic expectations, I guess, because the reality of it is, the reality of it is we can all be used by the devil if we don't check ourselves. The Bible says that if we don't have rule over our own spirit, that means that if I'm caught up with ego, if I'm caught up with pride, if I'm caught up with uh, uh, um, control issues, if I'm I could go on down the list. If I'm if I'm caught up with those tormentors that have attacked my life, then I'm going to hurt you because hurting people hurt people, and they hurt yeah. the people closest to them. And so, so how you get out the room is like we said. You begin to pray for those who hurt you and despitefully use you. You know, it's a whole lot of counterfeit keys. The counterfeit key of self doubt. The counterfeit key of in in uh, security, the counterfeit Kia ego, all of that will try to keep you in that room. But when you re re uh, surrender to the Holy Ghost, when you surrender to the Holy Ghost, he will show you the key to getting out that room. And, and, and then if indeed you were wrong, then the key, there's another key. You may get you may use that key of praying for those who hurt you and despitefully use you and the first door open. Now you got a little short hallway and there's another door. Because that key may say, Search me, oh God, and know my heart. Yeah. Try me and know my ways. And when I begin to allow God to search me, then I get access to another key to get yeah, out yeah. that second door. And so these are keys. God gives us keys to the kingdom to operate in kingdom rule, reign, and authority. We must use the keys that the Holy Spirit gives us and not the yes. keys, the counterfeit keys that the enemy set up there to throw us off and to keep us in captivity. Come on, close out for us, Elder. You can share last words and then um, pray. Pray for our listeners. You know, I um, I was in, I was locked up in that room for a while, and I after a while I was like, God, I got to get out of this room. I got to get out of this room. And He began, as Apostle said, He began to show me, me. He will show you, and you would, He will show you exactly what keys you need to get out. And you will start getting out that room. And then he will start showing you when the people come back to you with the offenses and with these things, you'll say, nope, I'm not going back because I've been there, done that. I'm, I'm staying out this room and you will begin to stay out because now you know what the enemy doesn't have any new tricks. He come with the same old, old tricks. He don't have nothing new. He, as Apostle said earlier, he can't create nothing. 
he's a copycat. All he does, he just continues to mimic and copy and try to copy what God has already done because he wants to prevent you from getting to your destiny. And that's his ultimate his ultimate goal is to prevent you from reaching your destiny. Yeah, but if you allow absolutely. Holy Spirit to come in and to guide you and to lead you and you submit yourself unto God, the Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he shall flee. It's mandated. It's yeah. mandatory. That he got to flee and leave you alone. That's right. And so our prayer today and our 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 um our greatest um prayer for you is that you will submit to God, resist the devil, and allow God to give you the keys that you need to yes. get out of the room. Whatever, whatever it is. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what they've done, whether the person is still alive or dead. The bottom line is you you gotta let it go and make the make the a um, decision to say I forgive you and if you've done it I forgive myself and I pray that they forgive me or ask them if they're still alive to forgive you and if not just pray and ask God to forgive you for whatever it is that you've done and he will and so that's our greatest prayer for you on today is that you would just find the key and get out of the room and trust me once you're out that room you'll be able to breathe freely you and and so hear fresh. what the Spirit of you the can, Lord yeah. is saying concerning your future. So often we want to hear what he's saying concerning yeah. our future, but we don't want to hear what he's saying concerning the condition of our soul. And so he's dealing with the inside before he want to bless the outside. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you so much Amen. for joining me at uh, uh, such short notice, Elder Michelle. Listen. Uh, I want to I want to come back and talk uh, at a different time at another time about self-forgiveness, because that's one of the hardest things for many of us is to deal with forgiving self. And if we don't forgive self, we don't want what's best for self and we'll find ourselves self-sabotaging. So that's for another podcast. Thank you for joining Kingdom Keys Apostolic Hubs podcast. The word straight up. No chaser. God bless you all. Have a wonderful weekend, and we will see you next time. God Amen. bless. God bless. Thank mm -hmm. you.